Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Friday morning. Made it to the end of the week. I hope everybody is happy and excited. A lot of people getting a three-day weekend. And uh, while you're grilling and cooking out and spending time with family, don't forget why we get to celebrate this weekend. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget. You're so focused on uh, doing uh, get-togethers. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Don't Don't get me wrong. I look forward to getting together with family, too, and cooking out and having a good time. That's, that's nothing, nothing wrong with that. But don't forget the high cost of what this weekend is about. So uh, just, a, just a friendly reminder, and I uh, appreciate Angel Dixon tuning in this morning and watching. And uh, hope you're having a good uh, morning so far, Miss Angel. And uh, so anyway, um, yeah, you know, I'm glad we finally made it to Friday, and uh, the week goes by way too quick i think sometimes and uh i uh, look, look i'm getting uh, i'm crying about it <laughs> i don't know why my eyes get so watery i don't know what's going on um but uh of course then again there's a lot of people still have to work the weekend anyway but uh but anyway i gotta do a wedding tomorrow so that's always fun to do and uh they're a sweet couple so i don't care to do it but uh so I can do that uh, tomorrow, and uh, so that, that'd be, they, they planned it right because uh, uh, they'll never forget uh, when their anniversary is or time Memorial Day weekend rolls around. They'll, they'll be able to remember pretty easy, I guess. Uh, and my wife, Brandy Boyd Young, is watching, so I'm glad that uh, she is staying awake long enough to hear me this morning. <laughs> so let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. Let's see here. Let's stand up. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. So, you know, we do live in the greatest country in the world. Although the progressive liberals will, they cringe that you dare to say that. You know, it was at the movie... Uh, here they made it was a few years back uh, with uh, talking about uh, uh, the astronauts who went to the moon, Buzz Aldrin, and you know in his famous line, "One uh, small step for man, one large step for mankind." And he talk, he goes on talks about America, and they made sure to uh, delete uh, how great America is and how wonderful our nation is here our in our nation has been innovators and, and leading in technology and uh yet they want to eliminate any kind of what they consider superiority superiority they think we're better how's that <laughs> so, and uh, uh and we are i mean that's why everybody wants to come here because what we know but here's the bad thing guys it is that uh as we was watching on the news this morning, uh, talking about how Biden his his out of control spending, that even Obama's advisors, financial advisors, so that tells you a lot right there. That even his advisors said they've not seen this kind of spending uh, since uh, World War II, when he's fighting Nazi Germany, and the, and they said that is we're heading in the same direction as Venezuela. Now you see, um, if you got if you've even half watched the news, you should know how poverty stricken. Venezuela has become that they were they were uh, doing well when capitalism was was there they were flourishing but when they decided to go to this socialist bunch of bull we're seeing now but they're 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 dying 
And so that's exactly what he's trying. He wants to bankrupt us. He wants to. It's, it's, a, it's another. It's not him. He's a puppet. Y'all know that. He ain't got enough sense to pour pee out of a boot. So we know. But he uh, he's just a puppet. So they want to imp implement socialism. Liberals love their control. They love their power. And uh, it's so it's just uh, we're we're headed down a, a bad path, guys. I'm just telling you right now, it's it's not not good. They they want a world one world government. They want uh, uh, you know the it just uh, this stuff has to happen for Lord for Christ returns rapture's out of here. Stuff's going to happen. So you better tighten your seat belts and hang on to your backsides because it's uh, not going to be good. So. Our morning verse here is uh, Colossians 1, 11 through 12. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious mind for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. You know, I don't know how you know, uh, those watching here, I see there's quite a few watching this morning, but... Um, how many of y'all realize that my dad, he does a lot of, uh, uh, shoots a lot of, uh, he's got a recurve bow, he shoots a lot. In fact, he, he was shooting a hundred arrows a day. I don't know if he still is or not. I know his health, uh, has limited him just a little bit and, uh, and he's very, very good, very accurate. And when you, uh, shoot with a recurve like it, I enjoy it too, uh, but I just don't get the time to get out there and shoot like he does. But you have to, a lot of it's instinct, because, you know, when you have a compound bow, you have sights, and it's about like shooting a gun. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, you can get, get pretty accurate with a compound, but with a recurve, it takes a little more instinct. It takes more uh, focus uh, in on the uh, uh, target. And see, with a, re, with a compound, once you get to a certain point, you can sit there and hold it for a long time, because the way the, uh, the cogs and all that stuff work, it, it pulls back and you said hold it well the recurve you can't hold you gonna hold it for so long and that tension is you know so you're gonna have to really kind of shoot kind of quick in order to be uh, effective uh, to be efficient with your aim you have to be able to do those things and you know as christians we have to be effective we have to be efficient with our focus on the things of the lord you know and one sense in a way i may be picking on the men a little bit and because we need more godly men to show uh to be the head of the household spiritually uh to show that they love the lord you know predominantly in most churches the majority are women a lot of men find a lot of pastors and churches effeminate uh, that's sad but true and then and i hate to admit it but a lot of right. Uh there's a lot of that's why uh, our church is unusual uh, to the fact that uh, you see a lot of men there uh, because uh, you don't see that in a lot of other churches uh, because most of the pastors are wimpy, weak-kneed, little spineless men, and it's just so they, they don't appeal. But we need more men. You know, that's one thing I tried to do as a, um, a pastor, tried to, tried to get men more involved and teaching children's church and classes because I think it's important for kids to see that men love the Lord too. Uh, good morning, Lois Adams. But um, but one thing we have to do is make sure that we are growing and that we are learning, whether it's men or women, either one. 
that where our aim is true, it is efficient, and it is effective that we're keeping our eyes on the Lord. If you take your focus off the Lord, then that's when things are going to go out of control. You know, you're not going to hit your targets. You're not going to stay on course. You're going to mess up. And the fact of the matter is, the only way for us to stay focused on our aim, on that target, is continually growing in the Lord. Now, you know, you think of a kid. You know, I remember when I was a kid, uh, I couldn't wait to grow up. You know, I couldn't. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't get along real good with a lot of kids my age. I, I'll be honest with you. I identified better with adults uh, when I was younger than I did with kids my own age. In fact, I would, uh, good morning, Donna Taylor. Uh, in fact, uh, I would try to tell jokes and stuff that dad would say that I thought was funny and look at me like I'm stupid. Now that I'm an adult, people still look at me like I'm stupid. But my point is, <laughs> you know, you ask a kid, how old are you? Well, I'm 12 going on 13, you know, and uh, soon I'll be 14. You know, it's just they can't wait to grow up. And that's something that we need to be doing as Christians. We we should be constantly excited about growing in the Lord. You know, we're going to face a lot of trials. We're going to face things that uh, uh, feel like an impossible task, uphill battles that we feel will never end. Uh, but we have to be patient. And I tell you what, I don't know about you guys and gals, but patience is not one of my virtues. I am very impatient. I... Uh, uh, my wife gets on me all the time, you know, particularly if I'm, uh, looking if I'm to trade for a new car or something, I get very impatient and I'm like a monkey. I grab for the shiniest thing out there, you know, it may, it may half run and, but, but because it looks pretty and the radio works, I'm tickled, you know, so my wife has to get on me all the time. You just need to wait, just calm down a minute, you know, and, uh, but I'm like, I want this car. It's so cool. Uh, so, but you know, we have to be patient. We have to wait on the Lord and we have to seek him out early as we're doing this morning, uh, to seek him out daily. And, you know, and so when we're going through these trials, when we're going through these tribulations. Uh, we need to be patient and wait on the Lord. And when we're dealing with circumstances, you know, it's hard sometimes to always control our tongues. And, you know, it's just like on social media, you know, it's so easy to, to want to go off that quick. But we need to listen patiently. We need to think about things. You know, that's one thing Dad always told me. Give it 24 hours before you respond. Because, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of times I see on Facebook, or particularly if they're attacking me or Dad or the church. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I want to rip their heads off. Now, I know that don't sound like a pastorly thing to do. And it's not. I mean, I saw it showing an air of Christian love. It's not showing an air of restraint. But as I told you before, I love the Lord dearly. But one weakness of mine is I'm 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 part redneck, right? so you know if somebody starts to attack my family, my wife, my kids, my dad, my church family, I want to go after them, and I have called people out. I say, hey, where do you want to meet at? I'll meet you anywhere. And brain's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? They're just going to put you in jail. And I was to start a prison ministry. <laughs> you ruin your whole ministry, you know. And uh, so people want to push your buttons on social media. That's why we have to be patient and listen and showing kindness and i think that's one thing that's probably hurt christianity more than anything is social media because uh if you a lot of you i think are like me we get mad at a an agenda as a whole you know this whole lgbtq thing we're angry at that whole liberal agenda as a whole you know just this whole thing with them trying to normalize transgender or homosexuality, it's, it's, it, it, it angers us because we see an attack uh, on the nuclear family uh, because of the traditional family roles that they want to do away with. You know, they can't stand the thoughts of a, of a father and a mother and, and children who uh, are trying to live for the Lord and, and, and they just 
they, they don't want that. They want to destroy that. They want to obliterate that. And uh, so it makes us angry. And so we're, we're mad at an agenda as a whole. So we're going off on these things. But we don't need to forget the individuals who may be fighting this. And we need to show that spirit of love and patience and kindness that say that who may be fighting this. Just like uh, here the other day, on, uh, I was talking to an individual. And I know that they were fighting homosexuality. And I made a comment under something they had put on there. It went on Facebook. And uh, uh, I tried to approach it from a very kind and loving way. They kept asking me question after question. And I went they were driving at. And they were trying to get me cornered. But I just tried to answer it as kind as I could because I want to demonstrate an air of love. And we want to draw people to the Lord. We don't want to repel them. And I think that's a lot of problem with social media. For a lot of Christians, we come across as angry. We come across as hate-filled. We come across as 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 people who are uh, not tolerant. And in 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 essence, we are not tolerant of sin. We should never be tolerant of sin. With no shape or form or imagination, we we should never be tolerant of something that is contrary to the Word of God. But at the same time, we have to speak that truth in love. But I think the way we come across so much on social media, we're not showing that uh, that kind of spirit uh, that should be uh, shown uh, to those around us. Because remember, Jesus did go to the sinners. Jesus went to the places that other people were like, why would you go there? And so, and I, and I think a lot of Christians they confuse that um, uh, that 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 Christ-like attitude with compromise with the world. They, they confuse that with, well, that we have to be tolerant of this. No, we still stand our ground. We can still stand with our true to our convictions as Christians without compromising with the world. So we're not to be tolerant, but we still need to go to those places that maybe other Christians aren't willing to go and say, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. And when they, they spit in your face and they don't want to hear it, at least you made that effort. You can't force anybody to believe, but all we can do is plant that seed. And um, uh, I uh, see Reggie Wells says, to, be, to God be the glory, church. First, Okay, he's got a big, long thing here. I can't read all that right now, so I'll have to come back to that. But good morning, Amy Arnold. Uh, but anyway, you know, it is, um, uh, we have to really... Uh, you know, there's a lot going on right now. There's this whole um, Black Lives Matter thing going on, this uh, critical race theory going on. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, you may not agree with. But one thing's for sure, we've got to be that light in the world of darkness. We've got to demonstrate Jesus Christ. We've got to uh, show him in all areas of our lives. And if something's making you mad on social media, back off. Give it 24 hours. Think about it and then approach it. One thing I never understood on social media is people arguing back and forth. I've seen husband and wives sitting there going off on each other on social media, and I'm thinking, won't you all just go in the other room and have at it? Don't you know? I don't. Who wants to see this crap? Or they're mad at her kids, and they're going off on social media, and the kids going back and forth on. I'm like, why? Why do you want to put that on there? I don't get that. But we need to make sure that uh, our aim is efficient, it is effective, and it is accurate. And the only way you're going to do that is keeping Christ first in all areas of your life. If you're Christ-focused, Christ-centered, then you will be efficient, you will be effective, and you will be accurate. And uh, and I, like I said, I'm upset with a lot of men who are, are spineless, 
and uh, not standing up for the things of the Lord. I'm upset with a lot of pastors who refuse to stand up for the things of the Lord because they're too worried about be offending people. We it's not we can't we don't can't afford we don't have enough time to sit and pussyfoot around and and pat everybody on the shoulder. We may it takes us getting in the face of people sometimes. And like I said, to do it as loving as we can, but at the same time. We may have to be a little stern to say, listen, here's what God's word says. And uh, and if you don't change, you're going to spend an eternity in hell. Tolerating and patting people on the back is not going to get them into heaven. All you're doing is ushering them into hell. That's why we've got to stand up and stand true and say, listen, Jesus Christ is the only way. Your goodness is not going to get you there. Your your kindness is not going to get you there. It is, you know, the only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. And if you don't turn your life over to the Lord, then you're going to burn. Don't worry about what they're doing. All right. Don't worry about. Well, you don't understand. They're they're a homosexual, or, or this guy's an adulterer, or this woman's an adulterer, or she's cheating, or he's cheating. They're on drugs. Hey, all right. That, that's why the church is a hospital for the sin sick. You just try to get them to the church. You talk to them about Jesus Christ, and then let God take it from there. Because once God gets a hold of them, once they accept Jesus Christ as a personal and Savior, I don't care what lifestyle that they're in, that's when regeneration happens. That's when redemption happens. That's when change begins. So it's not up to you to change the individual. It's the only thing for you is to point them into the direction and show them Jesus Christ. Because we don't want anybody dying and going to hell. And we got to really be uh, make it a force to be reckoned with to show people that, hey, Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. And uh, it's sad to see how so many people uh, have, uh, have went the wrong path with sexual perversion. I'm not talking about homosexuality. It just it's rampant in, in all areas of people's lives. And so let's make sure that uh, that even when we're going through trials and tribulations, that we're we're waiting on the Lord. We're showing that patience. We're showing that love, and that our aim is effective and true and accurate, and so that we can hit the mark, the the prize, the high calling of the Lord, so we can do what is right in His eyes. So let us go ahead and, and have prayer. Um, and Lois says that she needs prayer. She's getting ready to have surgery on her back again. All right, Miss Lois, we'll definitely be lifting you up in prayer. So let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, help us uh, as Christians each and every day to demonstrate uh, the attitudes that are glorifying to you. Let us serve you well. Let us be patient with those who are not believers who do not understand or cannot see because they've been blinded by the god of this world help us to be that light in the world of darkness let us demonstrate a christ-like love let us stay true to our convictions and never compromise with those in the world lord for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you let him pray this prayer dear god forgive me of all my sins jesus i know you died on the cross for me i know you rose from the grave for me come into my heart and save me fill me with your holy spirit uh, Lord, I do want to lift up uh, a prayer for our nation and its leaders that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I want to have a special prayer for Miss Lois. Uh, Lord, she's having this back surgery. She'll guide the doctor's hands and she'll bring her to full and complete health and take away any pain and discomfort that she's having and experiencing. Lord, I pray you be with Roger Winters and his sister. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with Juanita White's sister. I pray you be with uh, Ron Thompson and uh, Ken, Jane Kitchings. Uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Troy and Ginger Hood. Uh, Lord, I do pray for Larry and Dinah Knight and uh, Linda David Feathers and so all so many others who have uh, been offering up prayer concerns requests. You know their hearts and minds and needs. And Lord, I do pray that you'll be with us and lead us, guide and protect us, keep us safe this Memorial Day weekend, and let us bring glory to you. In Jesus' name I pray.
Amen. Well, don't forget, my friends, uh, mind your P's and Q's, because uh, it'll be a long weekend in jail if you mess up. <laughs> Judge won't be there on Monday, so uh, be sure and, and watch what you're doing. But I do hope everybody has a good, safe, and enjoyable weekend. And uh, don't forget, uh, no, no evening services Sunday because of Memorial Day. And uh, I won't be doing devotions next week. I'm taking a little uh, time off. Me and my family are going to try to spend some vacation time together. So I won't be on next week. Uh, I'll still try to do Wednesday evening service. But uh, but outside of that, uh, we won't, I won't be on in the morning. And, of course, you can always watch on our website. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dark Young Chronicles on Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only. You can listen to all the... That's my wife. So listen to all the devotions going out and about your day. I hope everybody does have a good day today, a blessed day, a wonderful and fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.